With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. It's Michael Nesmith on the Pantheon Podcast. Welcome to Pamela DeBar's Pajama Party, a Pantheon podcast. Music, culture, conversation, and good old-fashioned rock and roll. So now, I give you Miss Pamela and her pajama party. Today I have a very special guest. I'm kind of beside myself here. Uh, Rufus Wainwright dolls. I've heard there was a secret card that David played and it pleased the Lord, but you don't really care for music, do you? It goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major lift, the baffled king composing hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm so <laughs> beside myself to have you here in my home. Thank you. Thank oh you. Oh, my God, Rufus. I love your new record so much. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, good God. You're used to compliments, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> well, wow. You know, oddly enough, I, 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 uh, I, I still enjoy them. <laughs> so. That's so excellent. Oh, well, I'm going to start when, when we actually got to hang out a little bit, which was in Fairmount, Indiana, about yes. 20 years ago. Yes, Did you know that? that. Yeah, Isn't, yeah. That's amazing how long ago that was. Yeah. And that was my big night to shine, you know. Yeah. You stole my thunder. Oh, Hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> he just showed up at the James Dean, you know, celebration of his, uh, yeah, well, death, not yeah, his yeah. life, really. Yeah, but, you yeah. know, it was always September 30th. And we were... Um, I was supposed to be the big speaker that yeah, night. Yeah. yeah. No. And you just showed up. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, everyone was so happy, yeah. so happy. And I was also very, I mean, 20 years ago, I was so innocent and sort of, I don't know, I, I like that like that, that period for me, I, I, I would show up a lot of places and kind of turn heads and stuff, mainly because I was, you know, I was signed to a major label. Yeah. And that was when, back in the days, when... When that still mattered, and and I and I thankfully I wasn't so, um, how can I say it? I wasn't so aware of it, which I think made it more um, charming. Kind of charming. Charming. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> it, it was so charming. Yeah. That, you know, all of a sudden everything shifted. Rufus just showed up at this event. It was awesome. I was, I mean, I have to say though, I was also in awe myself of, 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 of hanging out with you guys and, and, and I'd never, you know, oops, I had never, um, I had never been there before and, and I certainly was, you know, uh, a James Dean fan, but, uh, but I think, you know, moments before, uh, we came to one of the events, like we met his cousin on the old farm, James Dean's cousin. Oh, you, oh, you, you know, did, and, and you did the whole, whole thing? Yeah, and just oh. that whole concept of, 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 of being, um, you know, just meeting James Dean for his cousin and seeing that, the barn where he played well, basketball. And, oh, I'm so and, glad you got to do yeah, that. Yeah, the handprints. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Were were you speaking, uh, singing, in Indianapolis or something? Or no, you just... I mean I, I think I did have a show in Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. I mean it was it was through it was what are their names again? I just forgot their. David and Lenny. Yeah, David and Lenny. Right. It was through uh, a cherry vanilla. That, that, oh, you know, okay, right, that right. She, of course, she, she, of course. She, she, yes. She introduced me. Yeah. To them, and then uh, and I, yeah, I think I was doing a show in Indiana, and and I had um, and it is such a magical. Spot. How how is it now? Is, it's, is it... it hasn't changed much. Well, <laughs> I go there usually twice a year. I haven't been there in way too long now. It's a real second home for me. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. promised Jimmy that you know if I can afford it one day, I'm gonna get a second house there. Yeah, I am yeah. so attached to him. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 uh, I understand. Let me tell you just one thing. Yes, yes. Um, I, you know, Dave and Lenny at the yes, gallery, yes. they're still there taking awesome. care of that, yes. you know, living that. Dave has a new book out. Yeah. You should get it from okay, the gallery. I'd love to. And I, I got to marry them. Oh, know, wow. I'm ordained. That's amazing. So, and they've been together that is almost so 40 incredible. years. That and is they, so and great. Like eight years, seven, eight years ago, we yeah. went to, it, right when they could do it, we right, went to Niagara right, Falls right. in New York, and I got to marry them. That is so amazing. And it was the best, the best moment oh, ever. One of my favorite, so all of our favorite and moments. And they're in good health and, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And everything. Yep, yep. How did you decide to love James Dean? I mean, well, I mean, I, well, look, I mean, I, I was... I've always been a cinema fanatic, and um, and movies certainly, uh, and, and, and James Dean movies certainly uh, hit me at a point in my life where I was looking for you know direction, <laughs> looking <laughs> for for um, kind of encouragement and and also you know sex. <laughs> yeah, it was really <laughs> hot. So 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 I uh, I was. Um, just attracted to that. The other thing too is that my mother really loved James Dean. Oh, you know, oh okay. She, yes. They, I think, had been to the town before, uh, many years before. Um, oh. And uh, really, that's interesting. And they, and they, you know, I, and I, I think also uh, the, the, there was the story of of how you know when he died, you know, he was taken, he was put on a train, and you know taken home with his dad. You know, his dad took him home on a train. Well, his dad didn't even go. Oh, okay. He Someone went with his him. grandma. Uh, yeah, okay. He was okay. like eight, nine years old with right. his mother's body. Yes, okay, that's the train. Yes. The, train yes. the train coffin story. Yes, it's yeah, just, yeah, oh, yeah, it's so heart-wrenching. Yeah. So, so that, that always struck with me. And, and, uh, and, and it was also, I mean, the other thing, too, is that I, I, I often look for things 
in America to love <laughs> because there's so much to be frustrated about. Yes. <laughs> and you know, James More Dean so is, now. Yeah, and James Dean's definitely one of them, as in a lot of ways Judy Garland uh, is as well. Yeah. Uh, sort of these, these positive American icons that uh, you can sort of pray to for yes. better <laughs> worlds. <laughs> well, it was also probably a kindred spirit feeling. That's what I had. With. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember the moment he he died. It was like came on the radio. I was only eight years old, wow. and I said, "Who are they talking about, mommy?" You know, and I was obsessed ever since. I yeah, started buying all yeah, the magazines. Yeah. And all my whole look. I have this now. Wow! Oh, wonderful. Oh. <laughs> my tattoo. Yeah. For me, this a similar uh, occurrence was when River Phoenix died. Oh. He was very much my James Dean for my generation. Yeah. Yeah. And he really was. I mean, he made some incredible movies. I know. He was very and, vulnerable. Yeah. Very vulnerable. Very beautiful. You know, sexually open. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not undefined, shall we say? Yes. And. Uh, and and he, I think he died right before I came to Hollywood. Uh, or no, yeah, I was I, a few years before, and that you know, and going to the Viper Room was a real pilgrimage for me. Oh you know, yeah, you know, well, I understand was, you know, that. So I ha I had that similar, similar kind of happening with 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 the uh, river phoenix but so you never met i never met him and i, I know rain very well uh -huh. his her, his uh, sister and joaquin, joaquin I've, I've yeah. met. Uh -huh. um, but i never had the chance to meet river i always thought i was a little when i was young we kind of looked similar when i was mm -hmm. very young we had a similar look yeah yeah you actually and, did uh but uh yeah so what a tragedy yeah no, that was a terrible, terrible tragedy. Oh, God. Terrible. <laughs> I, I, I am also friends. I, you, you probably know Anne Magnuson. Yeah. Yeah, and she did. <clears throat> she did a movie with him. Yeah, which one? Point, I, don't know, I don't know what it was called, but I saw it once on television, and she got to do this movie with him. And I think she, I don't know, I think she played his mother or something at some point. But, but it was, whatever, that always, to, to be able to make a movie with someone like that would have just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Did you meet any of the other cast members from, like, Rebel Without a Oh, yes. I, I wrote a screenplay about J James Dean and a friend of his, and I've been trying to sell it forever. Yeah. Um, but, yes, I, I knew all, all the, the members of the gang that were still alive. Frank Mazzola I became right. very close with, right. his agent. Right. Dick Clayton I became very friendly with. Right. Uh, Leonard right. Rosenman, all the he wrote the scores for okay, the movies. Okay, okay, So okay. good, right? Wow, amazing. You remember amazing. the score for East of Eden? Yeah, and also the actor, um, of course, the famous actor, you know, that everybody, Dennis Hopper. Yeah, yeah. let's not go there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He gave me one of the best lines I've ever gotten from a guy, but I think I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> You know, the whole James Dean thing was it, it may have been the rebellious nature too that you Yeah. No, that was the rebellious. I mean I mean for me it was also look, I came out to myself when I was thirteen. Mm -hmm. So which was quite unusual uh at that time, especially with AIDS kind of in the background. Oh, yeah. So 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 but I, I distinctly knew what I desired and um and so whether it was James Dean or River Phoenix or, you know, I was... You, that's you what know, you were attracted to. That was what I was attracted uh, yeah. to, so... It's good so, that you knew that. So, so I um, definitely, 
you know, followed that path <laughs> all the way to the shop. <laughs> oh, well, you're you're married now. Yes, I am. And yes. and Yorn, right? Yes, Yorn, my husband yeah. Yorn. Uh huh. And we live over in Laurel Canyon. Of course, it's a yeah. perfect place to perfect live. Place. What street? We're on. Uh, we're we're near we're near the Mount Olympus sign. Okay. <laughs> I'm Olympus sorry, I didn't sign. want to get your address. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're near the Mount Olympus sign. And uh, so it was kind of lower Laurel Canyon. I mean, we're not, I don't even think we're technically in. I know where it is. I know yeah. exactly where it is. <laughs> I hitchhiked so, through there for yeah. a long time. I can time. still walk to Sunset, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. 10 minutes or whatever. So, but it's, um, in fact, we know that just technically because there's that, that school there, Wonderland. Which yes, we that's what we couldn't get our daughter into. Oh, really? Because <laughs> we're not quite in the right. Oh. My son uh, went there trip. for a little oh, while. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did, he, did he like it or? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a very unusual guy. <laughs> He's a wonderful guy. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't fit in a lot of places. Um, right. Well, our daughter now goes to French school in Silver Lake. Oh yeah. Like everybody does, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the usual French school in Silver Lake. <laughs> Viva! What a great Viva, name. Yeah. Did you yes. name her after the Viva? Uh, well, you Ed know, it, you Viva? know what's interesting is that it's not. In a kind of roundabout way, it is named after her because mm -hmm. her grandfather is, is Leonard Cohen. And, yes, uh, I know that's so and, amazing. And I think Leonard, and, and Leonard used to talk about Viva to her, oh. her, her daughter Lorca because okay. they had a they had a an encounter, a few encounters, Viva and Leonard. So I think the name was around uh, uh, in the household, and and so that's kind of where Lorca the. the the mother of our of my daughter, she uh, she got the the idea. Yeah. So. And how did you choose this lady Lorca? I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah. Well, we've been we we've been friends for years. And, oh, okay. And uh, there was just this. Uh, there was always a bit of a of a of a kind of wistful um, strategy to you know maybe have a kid together. You know, this is something that she she was very. Um, uh, into uh, for a long time, and then uh, and then years passed. I always thought it was more of a kind of passing kind of fantasy that you know we could just sort of pretend about. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then, but then my mother Kate started to. She got cancer and she became very very sick. And and as her health diminished, um, Lorca uh, wanted more and more to to do this because I think her father's health was. Was mm. uh, was declining and and it's just all the stars aligned. And yeah. It's like, well, what the hell? Let's just do this. And, <laughs> and, and, and sure enough, it, it worked. It worked. <laughs> Good. And uh, and we have this beautiful daughter Viva now. I know she's ten, right? Yeah, she's ten. Yeah. I love how you always write about her on Facebook and all the funny things she yeah, says. Yeah, yeah. No, she has. Uh, she's real witty. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't anymore, actually. Oh, really? Uh, uh, because I mean, I, <laughs> I, 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 I did for a long time. Yeah. But she did ca catch wind of it at one point, and yeah. she was like, "Don't ever do that again." And she was just in one of those moods, one of those ages when you know, yeah. she, you know, she just well, she's coming into her own. Yeah, and so yeah. you know, I don't at yeah. the moment. I, I might again, but I got a lot in there, and yes, I and I have to say that, and laughing. I have to say that the stuff that I got in was from that particular age. That isn't that is that is unique and sort of how can I say this? It's un. 
it's, it's there's a there's an innocence to it and a purity. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. this around you know four to seven, where they the kids say things that are so wild, and it does it's not like that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she says amazing things too now, but it's I'm the, sure. there's this strange thing at that very. Well, that's also about with, privacy at this yeah, point too. Yeah, I remember yeah. when my son yeah, felt yeah, that way. Yeah, so. Now, you came from a very interesting, obviously, background. Everybody knows who your parents are. Yeah. Um, did, was there a time in that you rebelled against the music industry or did you, well, or music world, or did you? I mean, arguably for me, the um, my rebellion became what um, was rooted in my passion for opera. Because <laughs> I, at around 13, the, around the time when I was coming out and so forth and AIDS as I said was 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 everywhere um, I was drawn to opera suddenly like I just heard a, a few recordings and 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 it became you know this fat this you know obsession of mine and that was in a lot of ways uh, uh, though I, I don't think I was doing it purposefully yeah, I still adore opera but but um, but it definitely you know flew in the face <laughs> of what my parents who you know were Baby boomers and yes. were folk musicians, folk, yes, and, yes, yes. and and who uh, who were you know trying to you know part of you know my dad was at Haight Ashbury and everything. So it's sort of it was it was it was it was their parents' music, you know. So yeah, so so, so that was a nice way to rebel. <laughs> <laughs> so. And and you you've written two operas, right? Yes, I've written two. That's years. just. Yeah. Where does that where does that kind of smarts Hopefully come from? Hopefully, on my way to, to writing a third, I have a meeting. I don't know what will happen, but with the Paris Opera in the summer, I'm going to go to Paris, and we'll see if that's, they'll uh, that's, you have, me. You, you wear so many hats. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I, it's, What's your favorite I, hat? I, thank Do you God have I, one? Thank God I have a big head. <laughs> <laughs> so wonderful. And you're doing another uh, Go around with Judy. Yeah, yeah. This is sort of the <laughs> end of the the grand finale of my year long um, or almost year long uh, Rufus Retro Wainwright Spective, mm -hmm. which was I did a, I did all nine of my albums, my studio albums from my living room with a little combo, and so this, and this is sort of the big final push to okay. do to, that we actually we did it at Capitol Records, mm -hmm. uh, Capitol Studios. <sighs> And uh, and in in the same studio that Judy did made many of her recordings in with the exact same mic she used. Oh, that's and, thrilling. And uh, and our my my special guest because for all of these gigs I would have certain special guests like one audience member who would come either be there in person or virtually. But uh, but this this time was Renee Zellweger is, mm. is our guest, so I sang to oh, her. Oh wow. And, Course. And we, that uh, makes sense. Yeah, and we had fun. Oh, wow. And it's coming out June 10th. Yes. Uh, which is Judy Garland's 99th birthday. God, how cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So all during the pandemic, you were very busy. Yeah. Well, I have a German husband. Yes. <laughs> who uh, <laughs> will not tolerate, you know slovenliness um you know and and you know i look usually it's 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 kind of how can i say it i i can handle it 
especially because I'm on tour, so I can you know I can be at home and everything's all the cylinders are are working and the the kitchen's clean and the beds are made and and uh, everything's you know on time and so forth. But then I go on tour and it's just like the the the, the suitcase explodes and, yeah. <laughs> and I'm That's you know, true waking nature, up at huh? eleven. So I get yeah. to do both, yes, which yes. is good. But when 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 COVID hit, like our our house became quite. Um, quite functional <laughs> and uh, and what can I say it, it kind of I wouldn't say it saved my career necessarily but it certainly aggrandized it and and uh, and made it more you know kept me current you know yeah. kept me yeah you, you well know, you made sure of that yeah. or maybe you and Yorn made sure yeah, no, of we that both, we both yeah. did he kept me working very hard during, during the pandemic which I think was the better thing to do for mm -hmm. me you know, sometimes because my nature would be to just yeah. Well, collapse. mine unfortunately mine was too. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> but I and I didn't have a yarn there saying yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched a lot so, of TV. Yeah. So I mean, we, we you know we look, we watched a lot too in the evenings. But yeah. But but it was definitely I, I feel very lucky to though though at times I wanted to wring his neck. Yeah. Uh, but but in retrospect, we actually accomplished a lot. You know, I actually got or garnered quite a few fans from just I'll focusing so on that. So many people internet. were home watching. Yeah. No, it was a that really helped, it was yeah. An, it was an opportunity. Yeah. Sure. But now you're also in July, aren't you going out on the road? Actually going on the road? Yeah, we're going, we're going to Europe and because yeah. um, we have a, a place in Berlin as well that we want to spend some time in. Um, I have a couple of shows in Spain, in Switzerland, uh, one in England. It's sort of, this sort of the remnants of a tour. Though it had to be canceled uh, mm, a while yeah, ago, yeah. but then in earnest, I'm I'm back on the road in September. Okay. In fact, I'm playing the the Greek in September. So what so a that'll, perfect place! That'll be a nice sort of re-entry oh, for uh, society. Oh, that's so wonderful. The the new songs on your album are so wonderful, wonderful. Trouble in Paradise, oh, so good, so yeah, that's good. about that's actually about Anna Wintour. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna ask you about. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I um, I did this um, it's a loving song. Uh, yeah. I think. Uh, I mean, maybe you don't use the word loving with Anna Wintour in general, but uh, but uh, it's it's an affectionate uh, uh, portrait. I I think, but uh, I have I was um, there are these fashion designers named uh, Victor and Rolf who are these uh, wonderful Dutch designers. And they wanted to, at one point to do a musical about their life. This was a few years ago, and and they wanted me to do the music, and so I came up with a bunch of songs, and and then of course I said, well, you know, if it's a fashion musical, I mean, you have to have an Anna Wintour character, you know, <laughs> who's sort of hovering about, ready to 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 sting, and uh, and then. Uh, <laughs> And at first they were like, "Yeah, no, of course, so that that that'd be great." So I kind of plunged. So I wrote "Trouble in Paradise" for that, with her with her in mind, but for this character, kind of a bit like a Cruella Deville yeah. type figure. Uh -huh. um, and then as the the time progressed, uh, eventually the, the Victor and Rolf were like, um, "I don't know if we can do this musical." And I was like, "Why?" They were like, "Well, we don't want to upset Anna Wintour." <laughs> And and uh, and they actually were very honorable. They said we realized that, and it was a, it was an interesting moment because they said we realize now that 
fashion is kind of the polar opposite of, 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 of theater. Meaning, like, fashion, like, you have to please the the customer or the, you know, or the establishment. Like, you have to make something that's going to work, you know, for, 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 the, for the main street. Whereas with theater, you have to, you know, challenge it. Mm-hmm. You have, you, the point of theater is to, you know, rebel against, yes. against you know, the establishment and, and, and against society. Whereas fashion is, you have to kind of appeal to it. So, yes. so they decide we're not really cut out to make a musical at the moment. Well, they might at some point, but, mm-hmm. but so that's, that's but, where that song came But the song came to be. The song it. survived. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she has heard it. Oh. She hasn't told me yet what she thinks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know her so well, but we have friends in common, and I'm, I'm awaiting a verdict. <laughs> <laughs> I awaited verdicts. I've, I've, I have a copy of I'm with the band here for you. I thought you might Oh, wonderful. Yeah. I'd love that. And I awaited verdicts when I wrote about people. You just, <laughs> you just never know how they're, how they're going to respond. Um, one of a Rolling Stone writer asked Mick what he thought of it, and his only he said, I was there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I thought, you know, that was a pretty nice yeah, thing yeah, to say. Yeah. <laughs> I've been interested. I mean, you obviously know him more than well, I do. Well, I haven't seen him yeah, in a very yeah. long time. I had an interesting Mick experience where I've only met him twice. I'm quite good friends with Jane Rose, who who manages um, Keith. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, so I, uh-huh. I, I know Jane. very. She's one of our dearest friends. Oh, so so okay. we're kind of more in the Keith orbit. You know, I yeah. don't know Keith, Keith at all, but, but we hear a lot more about that mm-hmm. that side of the fence. And, um, but, but with Mick though, I've actually met Mick twice and one time it was, it was at, at that club here, um, you know, Brian Raven's night that he used to have at the standard. Yes. The, uh, the well, Cherry? No, no, it was Cherry. Post Cherry. No, it was, it was post called, Cherry. uh, Giorgio's. Yes, I yes. went a few times. Yeah, yeah, so it was fun. Is it was Brian a, lot, a friend of yours too? Yeah, no, I've known Brian Oh, for I years. love him yeah, so adore, much. I adore Brian. Good friend, so, good friend. So I went to the Giorgio's and Mick was there and Brian introduced us and he was so charming and so lovely. Mick, Mick Jagger. Yes. And we talked for a while <clears> and he's like, oh, I admire your work and, and I loved, and we also talked about Delft. Pottery, you know, cause, you know, because he collects <laughs> Dutch pottery. And Who would I, think that? Who yeah, would even yeah, imagine? I that? heard that somewhere oh. he liked Delft, so, and I have some. So, 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 so we kind of, and it was this really sweet, kind of, and and, and thrilling experience because you know I'm obviously I'm I'm I'm, I'm a fan. And, yes, of and course. He's a, and he's a legend and all of that. Yes. So that happened. Then about a year later, I was at a, I was at this party, and it was a private party. It was. Um, our Sam Taylor Johnson, and uh, and there was it was you know there was maybe fifty people there, so it wasn't like a nightclub or anything or a public event. Yeah. And he was there, Mick, and uh, <laughs> and I just walked up to him. I was like, "Hi, Mick," and he and he was like, "Why are you talking to me?" Like he was so mean to me. <laughs> like I just hit him at the right. He was like, "Excuse me," like, oh. like like I'm sorry, like oh. don't come into come into this space like oh. like it was like a very it was in a but it was sort of it was very it was enlightening i think you know and and yeah. how was that enlightening well i just felt like he well i i, I think i had heard this before where he's just hot and cold yeah yeah <laughs> it's either wonderful or like don't 
walk in the room. <laughs> Luckily, know. I had the hot time. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. I don't. I don't hold. It. I don't hold it against them. I mean, for someone uh, like that who's obviously lived in like a, their own universe for yes a hundred years. Yeah, I mean, you're you're famous <laughs> yeah, no, and everything, yeah, yeah. but that's ridiculous. No, no, that's no, that no, kind I know, of fame, right? So, 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 but I was, but it was interesting. It was and very, the longevity of that yeah, fame. Yeah. So, so, anyways, but he. Hopefully next time. He'll, yes, he'll, right. He could be totally, yeah, you know, lovely to you the next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a very long time. Yeah. Since Bianca answered the phone when I called oh. one time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And she said, don't you ever call him again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> There's also a wonderful song on your album called Romantical Man. Yes. Is that about you? Yeah, that, that okay. is a uh, portrait of me. Yeah, so uh, you're a romantic. Yes, yes, very romantic. Oh, and that, and that's actually sort of a... I tend to have um, geographically geographically centric um, settings uh, for my songs. And that one's mm. very rooted in London. It's sort oh. of a long walk through the city of London. <gasps> you know, mentions Belsize Park. And, yeah, it's very and, beautiful. Uh, and other places, mm -hmm. you know, so it's about London as well. One, I can't remember the title, about 13 years, is that about so that's, that, that's, is that? Yeah, that, that's, uh, that is a, um... What's it called? Peaceful Afternoon. Oh. Yeah, and that's yeah. about, that's about your Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just yeah. so beautiful, no, my it's a good, God. It's a good, that, that one, uh, I'm very proud of. Because I think yeah. it's very, on one hand, it's very romantic and very, you know, blissfully beautiful and about, you know, love, but it's also realistic. There's some, mm -hmm. there's some stone cold lines in there <laughs> that are you know <clears throat> that are that are true <laughs> tell us tell us what. oh i mean I, you know <laughs> well the first opening line was 13 years uh it's 30, we've been together for 13 yes, years i yes. pray that it's a luck a lucky lucky number yeah uh i know i'm a fuck you know it's kind of stuff like that you know <laughs> but uh <laughs> but uh, a fecund resource for anger, yeah, that was <laughs> me and my lyrics. Well, oh God, your lyrics are awesome. But it's also yeah, roses bloom, roses. Remember roses, wild roses bloom best in ruins or something. You know, something, mm -hmm. you, know you want wild roses, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. in, in ruins, and you know some stuff like that. I don't have it in front, of me, <laughs> <but> obviously. <laughs> Well, it's coming on to 13 years together, babe I pray that it's a luck A lucky, lucky 
How did you meet? Uh, we met um, in Germany, in Berlin. I was touring. Uh, he had been working a lot with, uh, well, he was working at the Opera House, um, mm. at the Staatsoper. And uh, I, he wanted, he was interested in doing a project with me. And he so he came to <coughs> have a meeting with me. And, and, uh, and then we went out afterwards. And on that particular tour, I'd always had these kind of finales for tours. Um, like for one finale, I got crucified. Uh, that Madonna then stole for me. Her whole crucified thing was was a was a lift. <laughs> I, I of course stole it from Jesus, but yes, you know. <laughs> that's right. You stole it from someone too. <laughs> but, oh uh, boy! So I'm sure Jesus is pissed. And uh, <laughs> as you can see, I love Jesus. Yes, He's all over. Yes, Jesus yes, and Elvis are yes. all over my house. So, uh, <laughs> so, 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 I had that, and then another finale. I was I turned into a Greek god. Another finale. I was um, I turned into Judy Garland and did the whole uh, summer stock routine with the with the with the tights and the the the, the whatever the du the double vested. Um, uh, jacket and the hat and stuff. Mm -hmm. Anyways, but this particular mm -hmm. tour, at the end of the tour, me and the whole band became strippers <laughs> and took off most of our clothes. And by the end of the tour, I had a boyfriend. Face <laughs> to advertise. So, so. Were you sober at that point? I was at that point. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. No. I, and I felt definitely the need to, you know, exert my demons on stage. You know, through these sort of strange theatrical um, voyages, which, you know, it, it, were, were kind of trashy. I mean, they were, they were very low budget, <laughs> um, but they were, but they were a way to have fun, you know, in front of a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> well, it's great yeah. that you expressed yourself yes. so yes. vividly yes. all yes. the time. Yes. No, there was one, I mean, there was one, <laughs> the one that I did, there was one, I think it was the last, for the last, it was, it was for the out of the game record that I did with Mark Ronson, but we, um, for that album, for that tour, we did a, we did a whole big finale where I was, I became a, Apollo. I became Rufus Apollo and all of the band members Jeez. became gods. And then we had, a, we had an orgy, <laughs> like a fake orgy. And then, and then, and like, we had these huge, like styrofoam, uh, grapes made and like and then and then I and then everybody got fucked by a sandwich it was like it was like very it just got very out there but then the gay messiah showed up and and like shot light bulbing light bolts at everybody like it was really out funny <laughs> it sounds out there. pretty wild it was great it was fantastic <laughs> is there footage and we, of and, that and we did it and we did it in Australia where they loved it except when I was in Melbourne we played this very fancy theater kind of like a like the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion or something of Melbourne, Melbourne, mm -hmm. and the reviewer was horrified that we had done this to his sacred theater, <laughs> and that we, you know, desecrated the, you know, the holy boards of. <laughs> 
Melbourne. <laughs> oh no, you got a bad review. <laughs> and, and oh yeah, no, they were they were just they were livid uh, that we'd done this on in their in their you know their cathedral of art. So right. so 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 we did it again. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh. So. Oh, but I have to tell you the funniest part though. Okay. Is that I have, I have. I have a very strong. I I have a very wide fan base of different types of people, different ages, gay, straight, uh, and so forth, men, women. But there is this hardcore uh, female, middle-aged fan base that I have, especially in Europe. Hmm. That's um, and they're called the Rufettes. Then they like pile into buses and follow me and and like live, you know. A lot of them are retired, and they kind of like this is their trip. Like they'll go to every I understand show and the whole it. thing. I, I get it. You know, and so they and they and they've all become friends, and they're all, you know, and they're and they knit me sweaters and 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 give me you know Christmas ornaments and stuff. Like they're really they're really <laughs> into it. My husband loves them because uh, okay. they're like so they're not a threat. You know, it's, you know, so yes. you know he, he feels very secure. When I <laughs> and uh, so, but anyways, but what ended up happening is that. And then they always sit in the front row and everything. And there's about 30 of them. And, um, in fact, the, the ladies at lunge is about them on the record. There's oh, I was going to ask yeah, you about, that's about that. Yeah, that's about them. Okay. And who, you know, because I admire their, I adore their, their attention. But there are moments when I get a little scared. Well, how many come? Is it like a pack? Yeah, there are a pack of them. Okay. I mean, and they, 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 it varies. It can be from six to like 36, you know? Okay. It's, it depends. But but what's funny about that tour I was mentioning earlier where we had the Bacchanalian orgy is that I was expecting that like in every different town we'd have like the local, you know, cute Italian guys or, you know, maybe the Swedish, you know, sailor types i don't know like i thought it would be like a variety of people they were always the ones on stage and they and they would not let anybody else on like the orgy became like their middle-aged their women middle-aged okay. women orgy and like every night like you. it would be me like, <laughs> being ravaged by these ladies like they got to get yeah, their yeah, hands yeah, on yeah, you. Yeah. and they were like oh my god my, pull my toga off and stuff oh. you know and it was just like and every night you know well, and, i'll and bet they, they showed and up and then there. like young people would try to get up and they'd like kick them off stage oh. and stuff like they were like they were just it was really oh that's funny. great oh God, and so I thought funny. I would have like, because that's what it is. I thought I would have like this amazing footage of like all yeah. oh, the crazy oh. days of like with gorgeous yeah, people and... having sex on stage, <laughs> and it's like me being, you know, being taken advantage of by my grandma. But it's great. <laughs> oh God, that's funny. <laughs> ones for the ladies that lunch sponge your brow clutch your remaining hours remaining hours this one's for the ladies And how, how were you discovered? Was there someone uh, well, who... Well, I, I have a very 
I feel, illustrious um, discovery story in the sense that, <laughs> no, I, I mean, only because it involves, you know, someone who to this day, I, I am just amazed that he even exists and, and he's a dear friend of mine, but he, but he, um, and he still works a lot, but, but my, my, when I was making music, my dad, Loud and Wainwright was, he was kind of concerned <laughs> about what, how my life was going. Cause I was, I, at that time I was drinking, I was partying a lot and I was kind of hanging out in some strange circles and, and he was, and he was, he was concerned. And so he was at a dinner party and, and, and I had this demo tape and he, I guess he played it for some people and someone said to him, oh, you know, you really need to play this for Van Dyke Parks. And uh, mm. and so my dad actually went uh, to a Van Dyke Park show, or they were at some event together, and he and he didn't know Van Dyke, and oh. he gave Van Dyke the, the the cassette, and then Van Dyke immediately, uh, upon hearing it, uh, got it, and and really made it his mission to champion me to to oh. DreamWorks Records, which was you know yeah. Lenny Warnker yeah. and, and and Mo Austin at that time, yeah. and. God. And just, Visionary. you know, and because of him just propelled me uh, into this, you know, into the, the, uh, the higher echelons of, of, yeah. uh, of the business. Uh, and uh, so I, it, and I don't know if you know him at all, Van Dyke, but he's... I don't. Yeah, he's just, he's, he's I mean, if you ever see him on Instagram or wherever, like, have any footage, oh, okay, like, his, his stories and his, and his, you know his um, history uh, in music and, you know, his work with Brian Wilson and his work with, yes. with uh, his friendship with, um, uh, his great friendship with, um, oh God, uh, Brian, N well, there's, Neil there's Nielsen, Harry Nielsen. Mm. He worked a lot with Harry Nielsen and he worked a lot with, with uh, oh God, Randy Newman, you know, so, so it was like, so it was like, very yeah, yeah, so, so all those people, and it was kind of, and I had never known that vein of music, mm. I mean, I, but, you know, I mean, I, I was more familiar, obviously, with folk music and stuff, and opera, because I'd gotten into an opera hole, <laughs> so I didn't know anything, and then suddenly to just be not only introduced to Randy Newman and to Brian Wilson oh, and to oh Harry Nielsen stuff, but to be kind of sitting around with ha with Randy. I mean, Harry was dead, but yeah. but 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 uh, I don't know. It was just it was it was like coming home, coming back to a home that I never knew I had. Oh. You know, uh, went through then through Van Dyke. So so I love, yeah. So I feel very fortunate to have had him to guide me. And he's obviously still close with you. Yeah. No, we, I see I see him when I can and. And uh, he, he lives with his wife Sally over in, in Silver Lake, and mm. and uh, he's just I don't know he's 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 so charming, a, a, a real um, so, so witty and, and a real kind of um, a, 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 just a wealth of, of information, a, a walking library, uh, yeah. you know, and uh, and so, and very southern too, which it, it, it's it's. It's nice. It's so rare now, and so comforting to actually see someone from the south who's kind of nice. <laughs> and, and, Especially yeah, now, you know, yeah. and they exist obviously, but yeah. it's but it, that's become such a harsh place. Yeah, you know, I know. How, you know. Well, people just were able to crawl out from under their rocks yeah, because yeah. of you know who. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you were very vocal 
about anti-Trump. Yes, I was. And I, I love was. that. Yeah, because yeah, no, I, I am always, too. Yeah, I yeah. was too. He's ruined the world. No, I know. So. And he's still, and he's still trying. Yeah, um, but it is. You know, it, I do feel that it was it was important to be anti-Trump, but now it's even more worrisome. I mean, because it's yeah. more this the whole yes, the, party yes, yes. has been revealed, and uh, there's no kind of pretty way around it. Yeah. <laughs> when, so. when, you know, when I was a kid, my dad was a Republican, my mom was a Democrat, and they voted. They didn't fight. It was the, that huge disparity yeah. wasn't there, that that chasm, yeah. you know, that existed. I, I had to say, though, I mean, this is, and, and I don't think this pertains to when you were a kid, but when I was a kid, <laughs> and I think especially after Reagan, you know, a lot of these Republicans now who have come to Jesus... It's so, right it's so fake. It's so fake. I mean, it's like, it's, you didn't see any of this happening during AIDS, during, yeah. you know, Iraq, you know, during tax cuts. I mean, it's yeah. like, it's like, it's, there's a, there's a, I think they're, they honestly are remorseful about what's happened to their party, but it's too late, but it, it was happening <laughs> a long time ago, you know, and, and. I guess so Trump just brought it really went to the wide open, you know, yeah. where where everyone can see it. It was a lot of hidden stuff, yeah, you yeah. know, with Reagan. People still adore him. Why? Yeah, well, there was still this strange. There was still this. <laughs> I don't there was get a, it. There was a kind of a strange. Um, how can I say this? A strange, uh, almost like iconic. Photograph or something that that people would just believe in and yes. sort of gravitate towards. Yes, and, exactly. Uh, and it was it was all fake. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And poor Jesus, he had nothing. He has I nothing know. to do with this shit. <laughs> I mean, he must just be pulling out his hair. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a because I'm yeah. a Jesus nut. Yeah, no. I have a, a real the real thing the real one. <laughs> Not the guy who rose <laughs> into the air, the, but the teacher, you know. Yes, yes. So yes. many beautiful things he had to say. Yeah, he, was, he was a keeper. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, a long time ago, and he's still, people still talking about it. It's really amazing. Uh, so your spirit, you're obviously really spiritual. Yeah, yeah. And you have a real depth. And is that, did that come from your parents, or, um, or was that a, 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 you've been a seeker? Well, I, I mean, I, I... I actually, you know, yeah, my mother was an incredible uh, musician and an incredible poet and, and also had lived a rather, uh, and I wouldn't say she had a hard life, but she, but she struggled with certain things, with, with, with her temperament, shall we say. I mean, she was, I wouldn't say she was depressive necessarily, but she was definitely, um, uh, what is it? Uh, melancholy, mm. <laughs> and mm. and so so I grew up with that, mm. and then very Irish, you know, woman uh, in, in, at heart, and then my dad was, is and remains um, kind of a, a, a solid type of uh, American creation, <laughs> that you know he's like the American man kind of thing, which which has its own you know inadequacies <laughs> and uh, and so there was this sort of like hardness mat match with my mother's more more kind of vulnerable side and uh, and I think I just had to I had to look 
other places for 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 guidance. Mm. Uh, and uh, and for, and as I said, you know, opera yeah. at a young age really took hold of me, and um, and it did sort of and and also with AIDS very much because it was all around when I started, you mm -hmm. know. So I was very, I was really intimately associated. I knew about death early on, and opera was the only music that really spoke to that, you know. And it oh, dealt with, I guess so. dealt with transcendence and dealt with um, huh. redemption and dealt with uh, uh, kind of death and, and 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 even rebirth in a lot of ways. So, so hmm. I. So opera kind of led me to on my spiritual path, and you know, once you're in that realm, you know, they're all faith-based in a lot of ways. I mean, even though it's not, you know, it's not a religious uh, material. You know, there's kind of, you know, there are all of those operas were written when people were very, you know, religious. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, so, yeah. And I guess so. So. There, so there's this kind of, you know, reckoning <coughs> with the spirits that always has to occur. So, so, so in that way, mm. I, I, uh, I think I got to exercise a lot of that feeling. At pretty but, young yeah, too, if you yeah, involved yeah, I was 13, yeah. And I would go, you know, to the Metropolitan Opera really? uh, alone that, and wait in the cancellation line. You that know, is when so I was cool. In my clogs, <laughs> <laughs> you know, waiting around. For, Did uh, you have good friends that also enjoyed of, that? No, no, nobody my age. No. So it was almost <laughs> the older. You know, it must have been a. Uh, <laughs> it must have been another lifetime yeah. you led, involved in opera to yeah. be that. Do you believe in reincarnation? Maybe, maybe that that yeah. that, that, that could have been possible. I mean, I um, I definitely related a lot to the composers, especially Verdi, mm -hmm. um, as these kind of father figures as well, um, and huh. parental figures, and the divas too. You know, like Maria Callas or Renata yeah. Tibaldi. Yeah. I mean, they were kind of like my mother as well. Not, I mean, my mother, my mother and father were amazing parents in a lot of ways. And, uh, but they were also very, they were very, they were their own kind of celebrities. Oh, they were wrapped and, up in themselves, yeah, I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah, which, um. Yeah, I mean, yeah. most musicians are. Yeah, yeah. Let's so, face it. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked at old records from, you know, the 50s. Were, the were they okay when you came out? Were they, did they accept I wouldn't say them? they were great. No. No, they weren't, uh, my dad kind of like threw up his, hands and just didn't know what to do. The one thing that my dad did, which was which was good, is that he, he kind of pawned me off <laughs> to some of his um, friends who he thought would be more able to, you know, help me out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and so I don't know if you know Penny Arcade. A little, yeah, yeah, not a lot. Yeah, but yeah, I would, he would sort of make me hang out with Penny Arcade, who at that time was hanging out a lot with Quentin Crisp. Oh, you know, who was amazing. Of course, and, yeah. And Jack Smith, too. And so, I, so, I, so he kind of at least Put that's, me, that's good. Put I'm me glad with to folks hear that. who yeah. my mother was um, terrible. She, you oh, know, we ended up we ended up reconciling and and. Well, what she, what and what, yeah. what are you supposed to do though? I mean, I how know. how can someone react in an yeah, unfavorable she, way yeah, if it no, is she, what it is? Yeah, no, she she couldn't. She was very uh, upset about it, and 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 we were incredibly close, and we remained incredibly close. Okay, good, um, good. But uh, but we had to. It took some some work to get to get through that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that that's that can be the case huh. with with certain mothers and their gay sons, where you you would think that it was like easy peasy, but but it's actually very difficult, you know. Uh, but well, I, don't, I don't. I think it's getting better in so many ways, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, 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 gay 
especially gay white men are, are you know, they're like whatever blue collar <laughs> kind of like <laughs> postal workers. I mean, it's like whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't phase. It's like so normal at this point. Yeah, it's so know? normal. Yeah. I mean, there's so and, and to be a, like yeah. a black lesbian right now, you're a star. Yeah, you no, become I know. a big so, star. So it's shifted. It's, it's, <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. No, it is great. The GTOs, you know, we had our counterparts, the BTOs. Yeah. And yeah. they were, you know, boys together outrageously. Yeah, we we yeah. all hung out. It was just so much fun. Oh wow, it was great. I have to say, we we enjoyed a, a lot watching the Zappa movie. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah but, um, oh good, you watched it good. Yeah, and we saw, and we went, and we got a bunch of records, and oh, I mean, you know, my husband. Uh, so we, so we've been listening a lot to his music since we saw that movie. But he was, yeah, I just that must have been such an amazing time. Yes, yeah. it sure was. <laughs> it was kind of unprecedented. Yeah. And yeah. to be right in the thick of it, right in the middle of it, and just being yeah. what it was as an entity was, it was ugh, it's yeah. impossible. But, well. But it's also, but, but but he said something recently that I think is so um, uh, apt. Uh, I mean, he didn't say recently. I heard it recently, or it was filmed years ago. But he said like the major problem with America is, you know, is is there's there is mental health. Yeah. <laughs> there's a big <laughs> mental health problem in the United States <laughs> that is true. not being addressed. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's it's for like, sure. It's like, getting I, more dramatic. Yeah, yeah and I think he with said everyone this in shooting like the each 70s other. or something. You know? Yeah, and, yeah. And now it's like, probably the eighties. Yeah, yeah, said that. yeah, yeah. Maybe in the eighties, but but it was. Uh, it's still like, real yeah, chaotic yeah. in that way in this country. Yeah, a lot of repression. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sexual repression still. Yeah, no way, no. Oh God. <laughs> Okay, so we'll do the song now, right? All right. Well, yeah. Well, I, well, no, my this this I wrote after my mother died. It's called uh, Candles. Okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's called uh, Who I, you know, called Candles. I tried to do all that I can, but the churches have run out of candles. I tried to give you all I own, but the bankers have run out of loaners. It's always just that little bit more that doesn't get you what you're looking for. I tried to block the cabin door, but the churches have run out of candles. I tried to lend a helping but the rooms have all run out of pamphlets. I tried to cook it up in there. The kitchen has run out of candles. It's always just that little bit more. That doesn't get you what you're looking for. 
I, I went to light some candles for her at the church on the corner, and there weren't any left. The church had oh. ran out of candles, and oh. I went to another church down the street, and that church had run out of candles. <laughs> and, and, and then the next morning, I, I went to another church, but they had electric candles. I know it's what they have now. Yeah, yeah. Which I was, unless you're I was in like, Italy or something. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to do that. That's not going to. That's not going to work. Yeah. So I so I took it as this meaning, or as this message, shall we say, that you know, you're you know, I'll be fine. You don't have to worry about me. I'm off on my journey and so forth. But mm. then two weeks later, I was in Paris, and I was walking by Notre Dame, and I said, oh, this is probably a good time to do this. So I went in. And it was this incredible day where the sun was, you know, shining through the stained glass windows, and the, the incense was wafting, and there was a, I think there was a choir singing, and yeah. you know the organ was playing, and there was thousands of people, and I was like, wow. oh, she wanted a better venue, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what it was. She didn't want the corner. Oh, that is so good. Sure. Great. So I went and wrote that. And then as I was leaving the church, I or the cathedral, I should say, uh, the, I, I did have a moment where I said, well, maybe I'll ask for some Sign. guidance or oh. something, yeah. you know, some, to some, from somewhere. And, uh, and I walked out of the, of the cathedral, and right as I walked out of the door, this message just hit me so hard from somewhere else. I mean, I swear to God, it, oh, was, I like, believe. it was like, <laughs> boom. And the thing was, Rufus, the only thing that will ever get you through anything, anything in the world is gratitude. You have to be grateful at all times. You know, and, and I was like... Uh, uh, same yeah, here. Yeah, I feel the yeah, same, of course. Yeah. So I'm always, gratitude. always, yes. So gratitude is oh. the most important thing. I feel so kindred with yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same. So the song came out. Oh. So I wrote the song. So beautiful. Yeah. I'm curious about Hallelujah, yes. how that came to you. You you knew Jeff Buckley, right? Well, I mean, I I knew him briefly, um, oh, okay. not 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 that well, uh, but Hallelujah was that that was that I didn't know the song at all. Oh, I didn't even know Jeff Buckley's version. Oh, which is okay. my favorite version. But um, but then Shrek was um was uh, being made, and and it was being made by DreamWorks mm. uh, Studios. <laughs> And, and, and that which was at that time was connected to DreamWorks Records and there was a kind of deal where all the artists would be DreamWorks artists uh, on the soundtrack uh -huh. and I was, you know, picked for that and I just kind of threw it off one afternoon. Oh my and then, gosh. And, then, and it was just one of those well, funny little things that you do. And, who would, I yeah. would have, that's, that's surprising. Yeah, yeah. No, because it the, wasn't it's everyone's favorite version, let's yeah, face it. Yeah, well, it was, I, and me and Jeff and I. Yeah, okay, of, but, yeah. okay, it's my favorite yeah, version. Oh, well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because <laughs> I love Leonard Cohen. Yeah. I got to buy him his first dirty martini. Oh. Did you know Adam? Yeah, no, I know yeah. him very well. Oh, yeah. please yeah. give him my yes, love. I, I haven't will. talked to him I in ages. I used they were to go in Australia quite a bit. I used to go to all of his shows. And yeah. I got to meet his dad that way, and yeah. we traded books. And he gave me, so, he read the books and gave me the most amazing compliments. I was just beside myself. Oh, wow. But one night I got to buy him his first, I, I ordered mm -hmm. one. Adam would sit us at his table. And, um, was this I, a Largo? Or? Yeah, this was yeah, a Largo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and um, he, I ordered a dirty martini, and he said, oh, I've never had one. I said, let me buy you one. I got to buy him his first one. <laughs> I know, it's really thrilling. I wish I'd come across him when I was younger. Wow. 
So, yeah, well, yeah. Well, should I sign this one? Here? Yes. But let me, while you're signing my yeah. record. Yes. And my son is crazy about you, too. Oh, and he wants you to sign on this on somehow this. Okay, or okay. under okay. it or something. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, and thank you so much for coming out. Yes. No, thank you for having me. I mean, I really appreciate great. coming and, to Reseda. You know, you know, yeah, no, and, 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 you know, I'm, I'm in contact with, with Moon and stuff. Yes, I love, she's, she's like my you know, goddaughter. Yeah, I've known her her come, whole life. Yeah, come see our place. I'd love yeah, that, Rufus. Yeah, I know we talked know, about that yeah, right before yeah, COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, we'll but I would love maybe. that. We'll figure something Well, let me give you my book. Okay, yes, please. I'm going to sign it. Yes, you better. You better. Well, Rufus is, uh, Uber's about to come. Yeah. So thank you, Rufus. Thank you. I'm going to give you a big up. hug. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. dolls i am completely famished i know that's a, a yiddish word right for completely flipped out and beside myself over having rufus sitting on my couch with me for an hour and um he was my first live guest after this incredibly difficult year and three months and and what a thrill to have him as my live guest and just oh he's so great I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I am just so honored that he came over and did that for me. And <laughs> how great was that song? He sang about his mother. I, I, I no, honestly, I'm literally beside myself. Um, anyway, I'm going to talk a little about a bit about me. <laughs> you know, I've written several books. I have five books, and I'm working on my sixth and seventh book. One of which is my third memoir, my spiritual life. Um, it's called Blinded by the Light, Sex, God, and Rock and Roll. And I'm working on that, and along with another book that's a secret. But out of my five books, my first one, I'm with the band, is the most popular, of course, because I was with the band. And if you haven't read that yet, I sure would appreciate it. came out 34 years ago and just got this rave review in the Atlantic this week. You know, it just keeps on giving. <laughs> that was good when I decided to write that one. That's about my liaisons with rock stars and just growing up in Hollywood and the Sunset Strip and all my deep thoughts and diary entries and everything. And I do rock and roll tours based on I'm with the band. And they are every few weeks. And my first one in 15 months is coming up. It's July 25th. I have a couple more spaces. If anybody would just, just contact me, message me on Facebook or Instagram. And in August, August 7th, actually, I will be in Nashville, one of my favorite cities, at the Rockin' Podcast Convention. 
and uh, you come meet me, hang out with me. I'll be selling photos and books, and you can take a picture with me and listen to my podcast being made right there on the spot. So I hope I meet you then. And my website is about to launch. That's sold out. I'm having a launch party, and that is PamelaDebarOfficial.com. It'll be up uh, in a couple weeks. So you can buy photos and and T-shirts eventually. And anyway, thank you for listening. I love Pantheon Podcasts. We have a lot of amazing podcasters, all music-related. So listen to all of us. Just put your headphones on and fall asleep to us all, okay? And thank you for listening, and please go buy Rufus Wainwright's new album, Unfollow the Rules, which is what he's always done and what I've always done. Bye! You've been listening to Pamela DeBar's Pajama Party, produced by Aaron Alden and Christian Swain. All sound design by Jerry Danielson and Busy Signal Studios. Find Miss Pamela at Pamela DeBar on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Find all the Pantheon podcasts at pantheonpodcast.com or wherever you find great podcasts. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Pantheon Podcasts. Rock and Roll Archaeology on Instagram and Pantheon Pods on Twitter. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.